Yo, welcome to G&Q Review, where we review the best TV and film the world has to offer, and sometimes some other stuff too. Three, two, one, and we're back, G&Q Review, what is going on, Grant? Not much. What is going on with you, Quinn? What's up? Uh, not a lot. Not a lot, man. Uh, here to talk about uh, some movies with you. But before we talk about that movie, uh, speaking of movies, Grant, there was an event that happened. The Emmys? No, not the Emmys. The not Oscars? the Grammys. Not the Oscars. It was. The Tonys. The Tonys. The Tonys? No, you're close. It was not that. It was the Golden Globes. Golden Globes. And I didn't know it happened until after it happened <laughs> to show you how much I cared about that event. I did not even know it happened until you brought it to my attention, Quinn. Damn. All right. So there was no global go- Golden Globes uh, viewing on our end. And no. I don't think there is usually. I mean, you might tune into like little bits and pieces of the Oscars, but there's so much like fluff and like bullshit in any award show. People don't, people just want to see you one. It's like the epitome of like some Hollywood schmoozing and they both are right. Um, Yeah. I I think I've watched the Oscars live. I don't think I've ever seen the Globes live. Like Ricky Gervais, has he hosted the Oscars or the Golden Globes? The Oscars. I don't know, right? man. There's all whoever the host of anything is, they get canceled. And you know, I I'm really No, he did the he did the Golden Globes. Okay. Well with this too, I mean in a lot of other scheduled events and shows and programming, like they turn it into that virtual format where you're just kind of bumping between you're rotating between people's like webcams in their house and it's just it's just terrible like it's it's not was i mean that's that's how a lot of things are i mean you can't meet up so it's just yo you do your computer i do my computer you put them side by side i mean you know what this format works for though what Podcast. Oh, beach it to it. Yes. And especially when people, when it's established like that, where you can put in the time and effort to say, all right, we're going to have these mics. This is where the sound is. There's no little connection problems before. It's just, uh, if you're not ready, it's, it's just awful. So no golden gloves, uh, for us, but, uh, Anything else happening, Grant? Shaking no. and baking. Oh, I went. I went roller skating again. Oh, again <laughs> at the yeah. eleven the eleven dollar place. <laughs> yeah, they played some more music that I recognized this time. So it was better. It wasn't. It was better. It's better. Was did it have a theme to the night? I mean, it, that's the theme on Wednesdays. Like last time <laughs> I went too was like. I think it was like 90s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't play one song I recognized the first time. This time they played like five or six that I knew. Right. So Did I was you like, feel more comfortable? Yeah. 
Um, I'm, you know, you just get better, a little bit better every time. Just got to okay. keep her going. Nice. Like anything else in life, it, it's kind of hard, but yeah, you just got to do it enough. While, you'll you'll get, you'll, you'll, you'll get, get better. Okay. Yeah. You'll feel comfortable. Yeah. The only, uh, the only thing I got going on, Grant, is I'm actually leaving tomorrow to go to the Joshua Tree National Park. So oh, yeah. As you've told me before, there's more than one tree. No, there's a single Joshua <laughs> tree. Make sure you see that Make tree. Sure if you don't see it, there's going to be a big line. And if you <laughs> miss it, you might as well go home. So I... That's I exciting. Yeah, it's... it's. Uh, we have a place... How long are you staying? Just the weekend. You know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday night. Are you going to unplug? Nope. You know, it's, it's, uh, just discharge your discharge your phones before nope. you go. Nope. Uh, it's Turn them be fully off. Charged. Uh, no electricity. Nope. Not that. <laughs> I'm be driving around in my car, looking at things. Uh, probably with these places. I don't know. I've learned that you just gotta get in the general vicinity, and then you just I don't know. Start exploring and see what's cool. Uh, Instead Ask of, around. Yeah, instead of like planning out, like, all right, at 3 p.m., we're going to be meet at this trailhead. This trailhead should take us two and a half hours. By then, we'll be thirsty. I, I did that in Asheville, actually, and it worked. Okay. You thought it was a... Well, the, the Smoky Mountains is less like... I mean, the Smoky Mountains themselves are massive, right? Like, from one end to the other is like an hour and a half. Right. Like you kind of have to decide what hike or trailhead you're doing before, you know, you just, okay. you just go. Yeah. I mean, we have that. We have some names in mind, but it's, I'm just going with the flow, man. We get there. Go with the flow. Hear my calling. <sighs> All right, Grant. What, what, what are we talking about today? What will we talk about today? I don't know. You tell um, me. <laughs> we're talking we about have a plan? A, the movie we, we are going to talk about um, is called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. It's a 1964 American science fiction comedy film. Um, and? W- hit me with it, It's about... You got to... <laughs> You know, Quinn, to be honest, yeah, me thinking back about this movie is like a pipe dream. Like, did I dream it? Did I watch the film? I don't it's know. Fuzzy it's hard to head. tell. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the Martians are upset that their kids are obsessed with Santa Claus and U.S. media. Mm-hmm. And they consult the the wise one who says, our kids need to be kids. They need a Santa Claus. So then the Martians decide that they're going to abduct our Santa Claus. And they do. And they also abduct some kids on the way because, you know, that happened. Yeah, they saw the Martians and they had no choice. They said, yeah, we have to take them or else they were going to tell those little kids were going to tell the president that the Martians took the took Santa Claus. You know, the plan would have been ruined. Yeah, and then there's then Santa Claus is on Mars, and he's kind of happy, go lucky, and good, and 
Um, what was the ending? <laughs> the ending of the film, I guess they, you know, it's in the title as you as you mentioned it. I think last time it's Santa Claus conquers the Martians. There's like a weird alien Martian that wants to be Santa Claus and he dresses up as Santa Claus with this extra suit and they end up a pillow for his stomach. Yeah. The Martians end up like trying to kill him and the real Santa Claus comes out. And at the end of the movie, they're just like throwing toys at the Martians. And somehow that meant they defeated the Martians. And it was, I guess, happily ever after Santa Claus went back. And I think the idea was that weird Martian dude is like the Martian Santa Claus. Hmm. Is that what the, that was the idea? Yeah, I think the Martians plan, it just kind of failed. And that was the resolution. Yeah, um, so this was a film that felt they get arrested like by it, the guy. Pre- it premiered on television. I don't know if it did. It did not. But it felt like a TV movie. Yeah, it was a little bit on the shorter side. Hour 20, not a strong plot. As Grant has alluded to, he can't really remember what happened. I will say there were no characters in the film. I don't know the names of... Kimar or Kimar. Kimar... You don't know Santa Claus? I mean, you know Santa Claus, but like there's like three different or four different Martian main people and they're just yeah, Who's the bad guy? What's his name? Voldar? Is that him? Gimar? Is that the funny one? Well, I mean, the names are not helping and they all look <laughs> the same. <laughs> and they kind of just have a little bit of a difference in the way they talk. And they don't really have character traits. I mean, they're kind of different, but uh, they're not a character. Kind of just this neutral person playing a role. They're not the real character. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very strong on that front. Did uh, did you laugh at all during the film? This is a comedy grant. So. You know, were you were you chuckling to yourself? Um, I think so. Let's see what my notes are. You got some some funny notes. Oh yeah, they had some good lines. They said that the evil guy, um, the evil Martian. Uh huh. He said, "All this trouble for a little fat man in a red suit." <laughs> that was the line I wrote <laughs> on that. I remember that they were on the rocket ship or whatever. And then I think the kid said. Are you a television set? Because they were talking about their antennas. <laughs> yeah. And the, the evil guy said, stupid question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one I, I actually have written down too because little kids point at the antennas like, what are those? And she's like, these are our antenna. <laughs> He's like, are you a television set? <laughs> stupid question. <laughs> uh, no, that's all I had. <laughs> I My other favorite line that made me laugh was uh, at some point the aliens are kidnapping or the Martians are kidnapping Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus gets frozen. They, oh like, yeah. They like freeze people, but they don't freezing. Like, they're, they're not like in a block of ice, but you just 
The actors try to stay as still as possible, but they're kind of moving. They're kind of moving. That was so bad. Like you can't (laughs) take another cut or yeah, forgot about that. But you know, Santa goes up to Mrs. Claus and he's like, he just looks at her. He's like, I can't remember a time she was this quiet. (laughs) You're like, all right. (laughs) He was very like Santa Claus was like, like more the dude than the dude in the Big Lebowski. He's just does not even care about what's going on. It's always just like, ha ha ha. Ha, ha. Insert stupid joke here. Ha ha ha. Yeah, in the in the beginning too, he's he's trying to list off the reindeer. He's like, uh, Vixen, Dixon, Nixon. Like, ah, I don't, I don't know the names. <laughs> like, you're like, what, dude? What's he's wrong like, with Nixon? You? That's not right. And I didn't realize I was trying to go back in time. In the movies, very clearly smoking a pipe, and you do not see that anymore from from Santa Claus. Oh yeah, the the pipe. Santa Claus's pipe, which, you know, was iconic in the past. That's right. I forgot. They erased the pipe from my memory. Exactly. The fuck? Santa Gate. That's Santa Gate. I was like, yeah, I guess he has a pipe. But then I was like Googling Santa and there's no pictures with him in a pipe. And there's there's been a whole movement to like remove that from his image. The pipe. It's messed up, man. Yeah, if he has a pipe, let him smoke the pipe. I mean, that's. I don't. I. I think it's pretty recent. I mean, probably within the last two decades. But no more pipe for Mister Santa Claus. Um, I. Uh, I did. Speaking of Santa Claus, my, that was this was my favorite part of the film that I, I wrote down. Was I really like the the original song of the film? You know, titled oh, "Hooray yes. for Santa Claus." Oh my God! How did it go? I was, was like, like singing it afterwards. It was, no, they spelled it. They're like S A N T A like C A U S mistletoe. Soon you'll hear ho ho ho. And Santa Claus. Yeah. For Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Which is catchy. And I feel like it could have blown up if this movie was. Or it could have stuck around for. Yeah. It could have been like a song you sing during Christmas. During Christmas. Or you hear. Yeah. Because I don't think there was anything. Hooray uh, for Santa Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I like it. I don't know. That didn't. didn't take off but that was easily best part uh there are some bad scenes in this movie one scene that that sage dude at the beginning i mean i wanted to kill myself when he's like explaining like the robot basically that they need to use the robot like consult that guy he's just talking so slow for the sage like the old wise guy yeah there's like one guy that all the martians that they they all saw what's the robot you're talking about that was what the sage said to do the sage said that they needed to use 
uh, I don't know, maybe the sage didn't say that, but he was I saying thought the something. sage was like, you need to, like, the kids need to, um, like, be kids again, and they're pumped with like all their lessons from like before they can even talk, like they ne- don't get to be kids and. <laughs> Honestly, I zoned out. <laughs> like, I, I zoned out a lot. During that this was film. that was probably the worst part for me. I was like, I please Dude, remember the little like, fast the robe. You're talking about like the big robot, yeah, that like kidnapped like the children, kind of. I mean, I thought the sage was talking about the robot, but maybe not. I'm I'm specifically mentioning though the sage scene when he's speaking. That was that was tough. This whole film was kind of tough. <laughs> that was of the uh, that that dumb kid is like very explicitly explaining the airlock mechanism, <laughs> like very heavy handed. Like, and then like if you don't have a spacesuit on, you will die. You're like, uh. But they also didn't say like you would like if you enter space without a spacesuit, won't you just like implode or something? I don't know what happens to you. You definitely don't live. I don't know specifically what, where, where are you, the cause of death, basically. The cause of death. Yeah. Uh, interesting notes from this movie, Grant. At some point in the film, the kid says that the whole U.S. Space Force will be after the Martians if they stole Santa Claus or something. And, you know, our United States Space Force was only uh, created two years ago, Grant. So. Oh, I don't don't know what he was referring to. Space Force. The Space Force. Yeah. Also, they were talking about you just reminded me because you said the U.S. Space Force, right? Uh, Throughout the whole film, they were kind of like, oh, no, we're like we're taking away like earth's santa claus and everyone in earth like knew santa but it's a christian thing like <laughs> it's not the whole world it's not the entire planet it's not santa the claus. entire planet like the entire planet does not care about santa claus this is this is true you know maybe <laughs> the martians uh just symbolize foreign countries grant and all of their kids are brainwashed with uh, American media. So if any foreign country ever thinks about stealing Santa from us, you know, there's going to be a price to pay. No, I'm just saying like, yeah, I, I just, I think it's weird that the way they like set up the whole thing, Like the world's Santa Claus and how you can't, I don't know. It's Earth's, yeah. That's his, there's only one of them. I know there's only one of them, but like most of the world's population does not celebrate Santa Claus, right? Or has it become that common? I think it's, depends what you you mean by celebrate. I mean, I think a lot of people are aware, but you, you might, you're not celebrating it not uh giving gifts or getting time off work or something yeah yeah i don't know just something weird yeah a little nitpicky what the hell (sighs) nationalist view of santa claus 
Any other uh, fun tidbits you had there, Grant? Oh, dude, I want some sleep spray. <laughs> sleep, sleep spray. <laughs> like that's the first time we didn't have to spray sleep spray on the kids in years. You just uh, use your sleep spray to go to bed. If you need food, you just take some food pills. Why when, did he like chocolate cake if it was I, a pill? How I, could it taste any I different? Because he's a Martian, Grant. I don't know. That's... He really loved it. He's like, oh, I love chocolate. <laughs> like, I didn't like that guy. He was a weird dude. <laughs> He's a weird guy. That was like Grobo or something. Kurt. Sherbert. Yeah, I don't know. That guy. I don't know what was up with him. I mean, they they only really showed like four Martians. And he was just kind of the odd one out. He was just a zany... Martian. I don't know. Not sure about that guy. The other Martian who wanted um Kimar to kill the kids like from day one. Yeah. <laughs> Just kept on wanting to kill the kids. Yeah, that guy was a hardcore Martian. He was he was upset everyone's lazy and you know they don't wanna work and they're laughing all the time. It's like our planet's named after the god of war. <laughs> Which okay. also, it's like, let's think a little bit deeper, Gwen. Okay. If there were Martians on Mars, mm-hmm. they wouldn't call themselves Martians because we named the planet Mars. Mm. The Martians wouldn't have called the planet Mars. We called it Mars. We called it Mars. Or are they, they so Mar- obsessed with Earth media? But they saw that and they said, okay, we got to change the name of Mars. (laughs) Yeah, 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 we'll do that. Yeah, maybe, you know, maybe you're right, Cohen. Guess we have to ask them. Uh, Would you say you like this movie, Grant? (laughs) No. No. I wouldn't. Because, you know, reading online, a lot of people seem to treat it as a so bad it's good or sort of interesting Christmas movie traditions where, you know, they would subject themselves to watching this movie every year. Would you be and one the, of those The way you phrase, phrase that, like subject yourself, because it's like a process you don't want to go. <laughs> exactly. That's uh, right what I was <laughs> no, getting at. I, I wouldn't subject myself to this, I don't think. Um, you know, I like Klaus a lot. I think I'd watch that if if I was mixing up my tradition. Don't you They're watch a movie every year? You watch the Elf or something? It's not the Elf. Grant. I said Elf. I said Elf. I didn't <laughs> say Don't the you elf, watch that? Play the tape back. <laughs> you said the Elf. Uh, I don't uh, make it like a, a thing. Uh, like oh, every year around Christmas I watch Elf. Uh, I like watching it, and I probably if I see it on a plane or. If it's around somewhere, I'll watch it, but it's not like a Christmas tradition for me. Yeah, I don't have much like movies that I watch during Christmas. You know what movie? I love Rudolph the Red Nosed the Red Nosed Reindeer, like the and super old animation one. Yeah, 
So good. Yeah, that one's, I haven't seen that in a minute, but I think that one's pretty solid. It's very solid. Did you know, Quinn, that film. this film that we just watched, mm -hmm. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians, it's, it marks the first documented appearance of Mrs. Claus in a motion picture before Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. I had no idea. And they just froze her ass. Mrs. Claus was, yeah. And then they just took him. And she just kind of moved. <laughs> or maybe it was the elves. They're like. They were moving. They're <laughs> side to side. You're like, dude, come on. <laughs> like both of them. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess they didn't have that. You know, the acting, you know, wasn't wasn't as good. Did you know Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is only, it's only 55 minutes? Yeah, I think it's pretty short. Wow. Uh, probably the most interesting and weird thing that I found from this movie, Grant, this is probably one of my last points, is that uh, there's like, uh, actually, let me back up a bit. You know, uh, are you familiar with a famous, pretty famous viral YouTube video where the video creator is explaining why Snowpiercer is a sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Say that again? Grant's, Grant's giving me a confused look. Snowpiercer. Have you ever seen Snowpiercer? Yeah, I know Snowpiercer. I know Willy Wonka. <laughs> Snowpiercer is a sequel to Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> I know it's blowing your mind right now. Okay. You don't even... Well, it's got around 11 million views on YouTube, and it's about 15 minutes long. And I've seen it before, not recently, but it's really good. I mean, it'll get you. You're like, oh, shit. He's connecting the dots, let me tell you. You're like, oh. I, In a funny oh. way? or like it's No, like there's no funny. No, it's, it's all very serious. <laughs> uh, okay. So maybe we can link that video, too, and Grant will check it out. Because it's it's something you should watch if you if you know both movies you should definitely watch it. Is it the OG Willy Wonka? Yeah. Or the or the Johnny yeah, Depp I think, Willy Wonka. I think it's the OG one. Okay. Um. Yeah, because what's the what's the one with Johnny Depp called? It's called something different, isn't it? I think it's the same thing. No, but it's called something different. Like it has a different name. It's called Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh. Versus Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Okay. So watch Willy Wonka. Anyways, there is a, another video that only has about 700 views on Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. But it's about how this movie was actually about uh, Santa Claus conquering uh, marijuana addiction. <laughs> And I made it like a must see as well. No, I made it. There's a reason it probably only has 700. Uh, I made it through about halfway. I kind of gave up on it. They were just kind of talking about, I guess the Martians represent marijuana. Somehow like the kids are like lazy and they watch TV. <laughs> How long is, did you watch this for? Well, it was an 18 minute video. I watched probably <laughs> A little less than ten minutes. I didn't. I'm. I'm surprised we were able to talk about this movie with two people for eighteen minutes. So props to that guy. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with this video, this guy, the one funny part was he was just talking about how at some point, I think it's near the end of the movie when the Martians are kind of getting more uh, happy or whatever, having emotions, and they start laughing at like really bad jokes. And he's like, because that's what marijuana does to you. Like You laugh at really bad jokes. Is this jokes. satire? <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean... Yeah. It, if it is it's super deadpan yeah exactly okay it's a hidden allegory so yeah that was that was a little tidbit i was like hmm marijuana addiction i've never uh thought about that one for this yeah well well grant Anything else you got to say about Santa Claus? No, I think I'm going to end with my marijuana addiction allegory point because okay. I don't, I don't really know where to go from there. There's not really much to Hooray expand. For Santa in a Claus. It does S A N T A C L A U S. Exactly. Catchy. Yeah. Spend all their budget. Hooray for Santa Claus. Yeah, no, the song's actually pretty catchy. <laughs> I like it. I might, um, we'll, we'll, you know, maybe on the Instagram post or something, we'll show you a little, a little, a little tidbit clip, of the song, yeah. a little tidbit. Um, cool. Uh, well, if we the review of the movie time is over, then uh, what time is it now? I think it is time. For the Gene Q patented review, where we decided whether the true rating of Santa Claus Conquers the Martians is over or under the IMDb score. And we are sitting at a 2.7, a little under 11,000 votes. Hmm. It's low. It's not a lot of votes. No, just barely enough to get on the uh, official bottom Bottom 100 100 lists. And I think we said it's the oldest one on the list, on our list. Yeah. What are you hmm. thinking, Grant? Two points. I think I'd go lower. Um, Damn, Grant hates Christmas. It's not very memorable. It's not very enjoyable. It's kind of like a pipe dream. You know, maybe this. What do you would mean be by better. pipe dream? Yeah. It's kind of like like uh, hallucinogenic, or you know, psychedelic. You're just like, what is going on? Like it's very yeah, like dream green. state. You know, um, I don't know. I, right. I, I under. I, I didn't think there's there's only like one or two lines that I liked. Um, not a huge fan. Yeah, I'm with you. The bad heavily outweighed the good, and I'm going to go under as well. I liked the song, and I liked good. a couple lines in the film. I think Quinn and I discussed um, when we were reviewing another bad movie was, you know, if, if a, there was one joke that made you laugh, like that might get you like half a point or something. <laughs> exactly. We were trying to come up with a system. <laughs> like, um, what? What do you need? We added up everything here and we we couldn't get over to 2.7. But even with that, maybe it'll give you half a point, but those other negatives will detract from that. 
That uh, I will say that song itself <laughs> away from the movie. Solid. It's like it's like an eight. Yeah. The song's like an eight out of ten. The song listen to the fucking song. The song's great. Yeah, they play in the beginning at the end and I was waiting for it because at the beginning I was like, Oh, this is a good song. I hope they bring this back. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get you right at the end. Nice. All right, well, Grant. Double under. Double under this week. Well, um, hopefully, you know, that's we don't have a double under next week. We're going to spice it up a little bit. Uh, Quinn actually lied to you in the beginning. He loves the Golden Globes and he watched every minute of it. And he said he 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 called me when they ended. He said, Grant, 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 we need to review Nomadland. It won the best motion picture for as a drama film. And I want to watch it so bad. The Golden Globes were amazing. We need to watch it. Please, Grant. Please. Please. Um, That all happened. And I said, fine. Fine. I'm busy, but fine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, we decided, you know, this is uh, the Golden Globes, I think, is one of the only reasons why you might watch it is because it kind of gives you a preview of the Oscars. Like, oh, like Nomadland won, like, uh, the best motion picture. Um, it will, maybe it will win the Oscar too. Um, who knows? So I haven't heard anything about this film. Um, also I'm thinking about this now. Golden Globes probably normally happen after the Oscar nominations have already been announced, right? Or no, they usually happen right at the same time. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, let me look up this uh, Nomad Land. Um, it is a 2020 American drama film. Uh, let me just give you the synopsis. It says a woman in her 60s who, after losing everything in the Great Reset, recession, not depression, the Great <laughs> Recession, uh, embarks on a journey through the American West, living as a van-dwelling modern-day nomad. Okay, I really don't like <laughs> It's confused again. He's looking at the screen. I'm not confused. I just don't want to watch this. It's fine. We'll watch it. Let's do it. I mean, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Get excited. Who knows? It could be... Could make for great content, Grant. This film... How did this film win... The Golden Globes, or maybe you'll fall in love with it. You'll say, I love the Golden Globes. They're geniuses over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one maybe. of those. Maybe. <laughs> maybe um, it'll be another dream. Just looking at this, it's... Leaves home to travel around the American West. American, what's... Have you ever heard the West Coast be called the American West, the American West. Uh, no. Well, this film won the People's Choice Awards at the Toronto International Film Festival. Maybe that's um, what they did to say it. Not Tur- not Canada's West, America's West, America's West. Have you heard of this film? No. <laughs> it came out in September. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't. I haven't heard of this film. Um, it's worn a lot of shit. Uh, 
I don't honestly like the premise, but I just read the synopsis. Um, well, we're going to watch it, Grant. It, it sounds... I just want to give you my take before I watch it, right? Okay. Because then it will be tainted. It sounds like it's, like, trying too hard to be relatable. Like, oh, let's, like... You know what's hip these days? Like... Like, like that like, van lifestyle, you know what I'm talking about? Like, what if we made like like a movie, like a documentary? No, no, no. Like like a a, a drama, you know, a dra- Like like the thick of it. Like she's she's like a a modern day uh, nomad. She's she's a modern day nomad, but she's like in a van. That's perfect. Let's make that film. She she lost her job. Oh yeah, the pandemic. <laughs> the <laughs> pandemic. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Great idea, uh, Jeff. <laughs> I'm not excited for this just from what I'm reading about it. I, I mean, just the, I, I'm not reading about it. I just read the synopsis. You but, looked up uh, all the spoilers. Uh. I looked up all the spoilers. I ruined the film. No, I don't. Uh, let's do it. I'm a miracle of a movie. Extraordinary. No man land might just change your life. It might just change your life. Could That's be on the poster. Quinn, it says it might just change your life. All right. Um, Anything else, Quinn? I got nothing. You got nothing. Nada. Zilch. Dinero. <laughs> that means money. Oh, <laughs> my Spanish is not good. <laughs> but it's got an O at the end of it. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that's all we got this week. Please join us uh, next week with Nomad Land. Um, in the meantime, send us your favorite movie that you watched in 2020. Um, it's about that time of the year where, you know, we kind of do a end of the year review. You know, we already did that for 2020, but, uh, you know, you got the Golden Globes, the Oscars, all that fun stuff. So send us your recommendation from 2020 um, at feedback at GQ review.com you can send us an email there or you can follow our social show, social media um at gq review um that is our twitter and our instagram handle please uh send us a message there as well if you if you prefer um and with that we are off and we will see you guys next week with a review of no man peace peace